Copycat, let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. It's Wednesday. Yay. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I hope I hope that you are uh, handling this week with grace. Because it's a big week. This is Easter week. Don't don't ever forget that. And I'm not just talking to Christians here. This is a uh, holy week for many people and a time for reflection. And uh, and so that's kind of uh, uh, where I'm kind of starting from. Uh, just uh, being able to just breathe, say, you know what, good's going to win. That's that's what I believe. That's what I believe in. And I and I saw this today. It's kind of funny. I'll start the show with this. Uh, Bill DeBear is going to be doing. Uh, uh, drag bears, by the way. Uh, RuPaul, who hosts the drag queen competition on TV, it's RuPaul. My daughter watches the show all the time. I don't even care. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, uh, but anyway, Build a Bear has uh, announced its partnership with none other than uh, RuPaul in order to push drag even uh, more into spaces where kids exist. And so, what I would suggest you do is that you tell Build a Bear to stuff it. <laughs> hey, I just made that up. Isn't that funny? So, they got this new bear. It lists for $56, described the toy as two iconic pop culture institutions joined forces for this one-of-a-kind collector's item made in tribute to the world's most famous drag queen. Uh, so there you go. So you got a new uh, drag queen uh, bear at uh, Build-A-Bear. And like I said, uh, yeah, just tell them to stuff it as far as I'm concerned. I don't even care. I mean, I don't, because, you know, let me, let me just distill this real quick. And, I, and I'll, I'll return to this because obviously the big story is Donald Trump and New York and all that. And I'm going to get to all of it. Trust me, I've got a great thoughts on it. I think you're going to enjoy it. But what, let's look at uh, drag queens for what they are, okay? Uh, drag queens are clowns. That's what they are. They are cartoonish clowns that's what they exist for uh they are not cultural icons it would be like taking bozo and making bozo the face of a movement i mean it really is think about it i have been to drag queens uh drag queens i've been to drag shows many times hell i was even invited backstage to meet some of the performers when i was in minneapolis because they listened to my radio show i didn't care i didn't care but but drag queens are clowns that's what they are they get dressed they wear big makeup they wear giant over-the-top stuff huge wigs and all of this stuff and they are clowns <clears throat> that's what you need to realize but they have for some reason i guess the left in this country feels like making clowns into uh iconic figures is a big deal i don't know maybe like alvin bragg uh but <laughs> but it's very it's very similar realize that uh you know <clears throat> and we have to point out the absurdity of things to people if we're going to fight this we've got to be able to uh look at this movement whether it be uh wokeism whether it be the transgender lgbt all that stuff we need to deride and humiliate them at every turn while fighting don't get me wrong don't get me wrong. we need to fight this all of this nonsense uh we need to pull our country back from the brink but at the same time <clears throat> to maintain our sanity we need to deride humiliate make fun of them that's what we have to do. That's kind of what <clears throat> I guess Kid Rock did yesterday when he shot the Bud Light 
Kid Rock, he went out and he says, you know, I think we're kind of done. He went out and he shot some Bud Light with a gun, and which is probably the best fate for a can of Bud Light, dear God in heaven. I used to drink that right out of college. I couldn't afford it in college because I had to drink Milwaukee's Best. Oh, jeez. Uh, but anyway, and, and worse yet, Milwaukee's Best Light. But he did that, and, and that was how he, he fought back. I mean, it's the absurdity of uh, Dylan Mulvaney being, <laughs> being the voice of Bud Light. <laughs> A transgendered person who literally is a car- is a cartoon, is a clown. Dylan Mulvaney, if you watch Dylan Mulvaney, if you saw some of the original videos when he was talking about, uh, oh, I'm a woman now, day 200 to being a woman, and I'm going to, here, and I'm going to do a lesson on uh, maxi pads, which, which, is that what they call them now, the pads? Anyway, I'm going to do a, a tutorial, and I thought it was legitimately a, a humorist making fun of something like, a man needing a maxi pad uh, in a cartoonish fashion. But then I find out, uh, no, he's just insane. But remember that, 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 that drag queens are clowns. They are not the face of a movement. If the movement, if this is the face of a movement, then this movement wears clownish cartoon makeup, clownish cartoon wigs, and wears over-the-top outfits while saying uh, very bawdy um, and outrageous punchlines. There's your movement. Enjoy. Enjoy. <clears throat> now let's move on to a couple of other thoughts that I had last night and, uh, and this morning. I will mention that since the announcement of Donald Trump's indictment, his campaign has raised $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> His campaign has raised $10 million and garnered, are you ready, 16,000 recruits, which is, uh, I think, right up there with the Army right now. And I, and I say that for a reason, because Trump is going to need an Army of supporters. Trump is going to need you and me, our money, and uh, our persons to volunteer and to get out the message and to beat back the hell that is coming at him. All right? So that's good news. $10 million. Although last night, Lindsey Graham appears on television. And Lindsey Graham, he acts all passion and everything. He's a, uh, he's a Judas, for lack of a better uh, biblical uh, Easter week um, uh, uh, expression or, or comparison. Uh, you know, he gets on and he talks about Donald Trump this and Donald Trump that. And the best thing you can do this is go to lindseygram.com and give me money. That's what he said. He didn't say go to Donald Trump, uh, you know, campaign, whatever the website is. And I'm going to give money, by the way. I, I have uh, been remiss. I've never really given, uh, maybe I've made one or two political contributions in the past. I'm donating to get Donald Trump uh, elected. Hell yeah. I'll, I'll give what I can. I also got a blue membership on Twitter because I support Elon Musk. I'm going to put my, uh, my money where my mouth is. And then also, you know, volunteering too. So I love the fact that this is happening. Now, here is one of the thoughts that I <clears throat> was thinking about last night. One, only in America would a leftist Soros-funded DA claim a candidate for president is guilty of election interference as a way to stop his candidacy. <laughs> only in America would a Soros-funded DA claim that a president interfered in election as a way to interfere in that person's election and that's what it is i see i kind of distilled it into the absurdity that is this alvin bragg nonsense all right not saying it's not serious but we have to recognize the absurdity of it 
here's another thought that I had. The greatest movements for freedom and good in world history were started and won when corrupt people in positions of power used that power to shut it down. And you see what I did again there? Yeah. <clears throat> the greatest movements for freedom and good in world history were started and won when corrupt people in positions of power used that power to shut down said movement. Nelson Mandela, Václav Havel, Lech Walesa, Gandhi, Jesus Christ, MLK. Yeah, I threw Jesus Christ in there. Not from the religious figure aspect, but the storyline fits the rest of them. It does. And if you think, oh, you know, this Donald Trump and his movement, it pales by comparison to Lech Walesa or MLK. MLK or No, it doesn't, because you got 80 million people behind it. <clears throat> Maybe as many as 100. Maybe more than that. And you also look at, compared to our times in history, uh, whether it be in, in Poland under communist rule or, uh, you know, in the, in the South in the 60s in Democrat states that uh, had Democrat Jim Crow laws. You have to look at this movement is fighting to save the biggest economy, the biggest uh, voice for freedom, the biggest transformative country for the history of good and progress in world history. So now you have to look at the attacks on Donald Trump for false and fake charges, his, uh, his uh, uh, persecution the last seven years. You have to consider it in the same basket as those who I have mentioned before. You have to. Don't let the left attempt to uh, make you feel small or make this movement feel small. And don't give money to Lindsey Graham or the RNC. All right? Uh, Ronna McDaniel had very tepid remarks about uh, Donald Trump. <clears throat> didn't even mention his name. We saw that with Nikki Haley. Didn't even mention Trump's name. And, and as far as I'm concerned, their silence speaks louder than no amount of words that I could spit through this microphone. And you know the amazing thing? The 16,000 uh, people who signed up and the $10 million, there are people in our country alive right now who have fought physically against evil. And they are in our population. Now, I'm not saying we need to fight physically, but we do have soldiers who fought and died for, and I should say lived, we, we certainly have those who died, but those who lived who live among us, who feel that passionately about the founding of the country and that passionately about the direction that this president and this evil Democrat party and many evil Republicans in the evil deep state uh, are trying to destroy. So we've got some major advantages. Plus, also, I'm going to mention this. If you look at all of the nonsense, if you look at uh, uh, all these uh, you know, talking heads on television, look at all these politicians like AOC and whatnot, uh, realize that they are, and I've said this literally 25 years, the Democrat Party is morally and intellectually bankrupt. And then you pair that with you and me, who are better armed intellectually and physically. This shouldn't be much of a battle, but we need to fight it. Not in a physical fashion. I'm not saying that. But we need to volunteer. We need to give what we can.
we need to be citizen journalists when we see uh, maybe a Trump rally or, or a peaceful crowd infiltrated by the left. We need to be vigilant and we need to be strong and we need to be penitent and we need to be thoughtful and we need to think about the history of the country and, uh, and realize that it is worth fighting for. So rather than just uh, be bummed out or, or uh, uh, have heart palpitations over this, I'm looking at this through a, a lens of positivity and history. And if you look at history as a, uh, as a gauge of what is to come, then things will not end for those in power. They will not end well for those in power. They will not end well for those in power. Suffering has happened. Suffering will continue to happen. But ultimately, as I said, it won't end well. Now, as far as and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on Chicago, because last night, uh, radical socialist Brandon Johnson, who is a tool for the uh, teachers unions in a state where over 100 schools have just shown they have no students who are proficient in math and reading. Uh, most of those are students of color. Uh, Chicago has either through uh, uh, malfeasance and vote uh, cheating, which is what Chicago's known for. Don't even challenge me on it. Give me a freaking break. Uh, but either through cheating or through really, really stupid, stupid people who've decided to elect him, I have decided <clears throat> that I'm not going to uh, bother to talk about the city of Chicago anymore. Uh, I, I love Chicago. It was the first place I ever flew. I was 21 years old. I went to a radio conference. I met the general manager, Marv Dyson of WGCI. I fell in love with Chicago and radio, and I've been going to Chicago uh, ever since. And uh, I just won't even. I, it, Chicago's done. Chicago is done. Chicago is what will happen to America if another Democrat is elected nationally. So Chicago's done. Stick a fork in it. I heard my mama cry. I heard her pray the night Chicago died. And Chicago is dead. Uh, if you live in Chicago and you're conservative, if you live in Chicago and you're concerned about your children and their education, if you live in Chicago and you're concerned about crime, probably better find another place to live. Here's the number, guys. It's 800 I'd love to hear what you thought about uh, President Trump's uh, speech. I've got lots of, uh, lots of audio from that and then also reaction and yours because it's not complete without yours. All right, this, my friends, is a Wednesday edition of The Rob Carson Show. America is freedom's last hope, and we're going to fight for it. It's The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. Welcome to it. Uh, come on in, have a seat. We've got uh, much to get to uh, with regard to uh, Donald Trump and uh, well, the speech yesterday at Mar-a-Lago, which I would consider to be... Um, uh, quiet anger, quiet rage. That's what I saw yesterday. Uh, and, and also determination. I throw that in there as well. And I kind of find it very funny that uh, this is what uh, Democrats yesterday said. The uh, mainstream media. And this is a way they have been cheerleading for Trump's destruction for seven years. There's no doubt about it. You see, there's this thing called, uh, I don't know, DVRing and, and recording and, and uh, I don't know, converting and, and to the cloud and all that. So it's very clear. But yesterday, the media made it appear that they were sympathetic and they were sorry that such a terrible thing had to be done to our country to take down the evil Donald Trump. Here they are attempting to play both sides of the equation, attempting to guess be patriots uh, while, uh, while uh, uh, absolutely celebrating Donald Trump and his indictment. It's a sad day for America. Hard stop. 
this is no time for celebration. Uh, you know, I think it's sad. I have fought Trump for a long time, but I'm sad that this has happened. How are you feeling about a historic day? I, you know, it's it's sad. And this is a day of profound sadness that an ex-president uh, is indicted. But it's also... A See, this is like a Jeffrey Dahmer attending your murdered son's funeral in Milwaukee while the investigation is still open. I am absolutely serious. Actually, delivering the eulogy for your son who he murdered in Milwaukee. Time to celebrate. Because it's a sad moment to see a former president have to do this, even though we feel it could lead. Ladies and gentlemen, to uh, to uh, uh, say the eulogy today, uh, let's bring up uh, uh, John Wilkes Booth for uh, President uh, for, for President Lincoln. Justice. Go ahead. If, 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 you, if you don't see this, it's a sad day. I know you're very sad about the passing. For America. It's a sad day for America. It's a sad day. Well, I don't think anybody can consider it a good day. Regardless of anything, it's just really... Ladies and gentlemen, if you would please, uh, Ted Bundy, come forward to speak at the funeral today here yeah it's a sadness i i think uh that we got to this point yeah real sad i mean oh my god it's real sad and this of course after seven years of this why do you think these attacks are becoming so much more frequent now it's not surprising that donald trump is increasing his attacks the walls are closing in on him the walls are don't just stand there try and brace it with it feels like the walls are closing in on the White House. It feels as if the walls are closing in here. I think the walls of, of justice are closing in on President Trump. Increasingly desperate, feeling like the walls... So as far as your sadness, you can stuff it. Because uh, we know better, you see. We know better. I was reminded of a, a classic movie uh, clip from uh, uh, Kurt Russell in Tombstone, and I, and I think you know who you're talking about. Uh, Kurt Russell in Tombstone, uh, the, the uh, Wyatt Earp and his, uh, his uh, friends, uh, Doc Holliday and whatnot, Virgil, um, uh, Virgil Earp, and uh, they were all together, and they came to this town, and they decided they were going to clean out Tombstone, and the Cowboys were these bad guys, and the Cowboys had gotten away with everything. They had corrupted the city. They had taken over, uh, you know, the casinos they had uh, basically been able to get away with stuff because no everybody was afraid of them they could literally kill somebody and nobody would do anything about it they and they were snide about it there was this one scene where uh one of the uh, the bad the cowboys uh, says to um uh wyatt earp of, uh, of his dead brother i guess he says uh, bye and, and they're laughing at them and and of course you know the the uh, the wyatt earp and and uh, and all these guys they're the good guys and so they just kind of take it but then they reach a point where they just have had enough. And, and this is the, the monologue of which I speak, because this is, I think, what we need to do. And I'm not talking about shooting people or whatnot. Uh, I'm just saying that uh, we've, we've uh, kind of set back and we've, and we've let Marcus, Marcus of Queensbury rules uh, be our defense in the MMA ring. And uh, that's not going to work. All right, Clinton. You called down the thunder. Well, now you've got it. I'm talking about the Trump indictment. See that? It says United States Marshal. What? Don't kill me. Please. Take a good look at him, Mike. Because that's how you're going to end up. The Cowboys are finished. Do you understand me? Yeah. yeah. I see a red sash. I kill a man wearing it. So run, you curse. Uh, run! Tell all the other curs the line's coming. You tell them I'm coming. And hell's coming with me, you hear? There you go. Hell's coming with me!
Yeah, that's kind of where we are right now. I'm not saying violent, of course, but $10 million and 16,000 volunteers for Trump should give you an idea where the mindset is. On the way, Trump audio and reaction. This is The Rob Carson Show. European American Armory Corp, or EAA Corp, is specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. since 1990. You can choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol, EAA Corp has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact, carry, or full-size in three popular calibers. If you're a first-time gun owner, EAA Corp's all-in-one 9mm MC9 Striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes the MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There is a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today at EAA Corp. EAA Corp says get the quality firearm you've always wanted and save yourself a lot of hard-earned money. Visit EAACorp.com. That's EAACorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. We the people are mad as hell. It's the Rob Carson Show. Your power's a weak old man. You can't win, Darth. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Remember when I played that uh, a couple of weeks ago when we found out of the uh, Trump indictment, you know? And I said that it was uh, Trumpy Juan Kenobi versus uh, uh, Darth Bragg. Uh, I stand by that. <laughs> I stand by that. And, and, and listen to this, guys. Uh, since his indictment last week, a new Rasmussen poll has shown that Donald Trump has taken a strong lead over Joe Biden in the race for president. Uh, uh, Joe Biden is behind Donald Trump 45 to 42. Add 10, by the way, because it's always that way with Republicans. Add 10. Uh, this is a 10-point net gain for Donald Trump, according to uh, Dick Morris on Newsmax, the network I work for, former President Trump has completely turned around the 2024 race for president. Thank you, Trumpy Juan Kenobi and uh, Darth uh, Bragg. You are going to do a face plant. And you know what? You got people like John Bolton. John Bolton, who hates, hates Donald Trump and looks like a cartoon sheepdog. I just threw that in there because he looks like a cartoon sheepdog. Here is uh, John Bolton on CNN breaking the bad news to the sycophantic people who were so upset. It was a sad day in American history to go after Donald Trump after they said for years the walls are closing in and they couldn't wait to see him go to jail. One big picture, what do you think of the indictment? Well, speaking as someone who very strongly does not want Donald Trump to get the Republican presidential nomination, I'm extraordinarily distressed by this document. I think this is even weaker than I feared it would be. Uh, and I, I think uh, it's it's easily subject to being dismissed or a, a, a quick acquittal for Trump. That would be the smart thing if you were a Democrat to uh, what have happened, because the more they push this, the more powerful that Trumpy Juan Kenobi is going to become. Just speaking, going back to the days when I represented Jim Buckley and Gene McCarthy and the constitutional challenge to the underlying federal statute here passed in 1974, I can say there is no basis in the statutory language to say that Trump's behavior forms either a contribution or an expenditure under federal law. Yeah, because it's a complete joke. 
it's it's ridiculous on the face of it and everybody knows it the two key definitions at issue here uh, if it did it would mean that every single expenditure a candidate made could be taken to have uh, something to do with his campaign. Do Say, I? for instance, if Joe Biden decided to redo those uh, hair plugs a little bit. Buy a $1 comb to comb my hair or $10 comb to comb my hair. Transplanted hair. Uh, if, <laughs> if you can construe the statute to cover this behavior, yeah. then I think it violates the First Amendment because you're deeply into territory that, that uh, makes this statute absolutely, a federal statute, too vague for enforcement. And as what I understood the district attorney to say that he thinks there's a New York election law involved here, all I can say is the Federal Election Campaign Act absolutely preempts any state or local law to the contrary. How could it be otherwise? You've got one law governing corporate finance yeah. in a presidential election at the federal level. Yeah. You're going to have 50 state laws interfering with it. So he's just wrong on the applicability of the New York statute. Now, I played the uh, the soundbite from Kurt Russell in uh, in Tombstone. And, and the reason why I did that is because, you know, uh, people are volunteering. People are giving money. People are ready to fight instead of just sitting back, taking it uh, and all of that. But also, I'm hoping, and, and honestly, at this point, what? What does it matter? What what difference does it make when you look at the DOJ being weaponized against the American people nationally? We know this. The FBI, uh, among others, uh, been weaponized against the American people to destroy not only a political movement, but also usher in a new era of totalitarianism, a Maoist revolution. So what do we have to lose? by having um, AGs and DAs around the country go after Democrats in the same fashion. At what point do we, if we sit back and we say, oh, we're, we better play by our rules and we better be the this and the that, uh, you're not going to win. So I say unleash hell. Unleash hell. There are more Republican uh, AGs in states around the country than Democrats. I suggest that uh, it should be open season on people like Hillary Clinton. Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Here's a piece from Paul Sperry in the New York Post. Alvin Bragg's indictment of Donald Trump might open a Pandora's box for Democrats. I think it's time to, to, uh, to open the box. I do. Uh, it threatens to open a Pandora's box of political indictments against former presidents and other elected officials, as well as their family members, by local pro prosecutors seeking to settle political scores. Why the hell not? Let's look at the Clinton Foundation, described by whistleblowers as the largest unprosecuted fraud ever. Bill and Hillary Clinton registered as a tax-exempt charity, but have used it as their own personal piggy bank? Uh, how about go after them? How about them have to pay, pay hundreds of millions of dollars in legal fees? Uh, but of course, this, this is going to be, um, uh, this is actually uh, uh, true when it comes to the Clintons. It's a giant slush fund. We all know that. What's more, whistleblowers accuse the Clinton Foundation officials, including the former president, of using tax-exempt donations for personal use including private travel, which they, of course, have denied. There you go. Other red states could uh, manufacture indictments against Democrats, including Florida and Tennessee, where President Biden's brother, Jimmy Biden, has gotten into hot water for allegedly defrauding health care companies. Uh, the founder of the Fort Lauderdale-based Amacor Health, uh, they, uh, Jimmy Biden, um, uh, snagged a bunch of money from them and uh, and uh, got a corner office of their headquarters where he displayed framed photos of himself and then President, then uh, Vice President uh, Joe Biden, but instead of bringing business, uh, Biden allegedly shook down AmeriCorps for personal loans he used for repairs on a family vacation home in South Florida, among other things. So why not?
if, if they want to play by this game, then we need to play by this game. And I'll tell you also, like, for instance, with uh, uh, ballot harvesting. I was immediately turned off by the idea of ballot harvesting and Donald Trump saying that uh, we should uh, do the same thing that Democrats do. That means send volunteers out, go to nursing homes, go to wherever, ask people to, to harvest their votes. Don't tell them how to vote. Just harvest their votes. Democrats do the opposite. They are paid individually to get votes. They go out to uh, 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 retirement communities, nursing homes, and they literally either uh, get the vote against the other person's will or uh, when they're completely unable to vote, they go ahead and vote for them anyway. And this was true in, I believe it was 93 nursing homes in the state of Pennsylvania. People who couldn't even feed themselves, suddenly voting Democrat. So I'm not saying we do that, but if you look at the passion and the fire ignited by this indictment, $10 million into Trump's campaign and 16,000 new volunteers, it looks like we are building an army to fight in the same fashion they've been fighting against us. How does that sound? Yeah, yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, here is Mark Levin. Uh, Mark Levin is a legal, legal scholar. He's written some amazing books. I have several of them. Here he is talking about uh, what this is all about, what this uh, Alvin Bragg indictment is all about. We have a Democrat attorney general in New York, a Democrat DA in Manhattan, a Democrat DA in yeah. Atlanta, a Democrat appointed by the Democrat attorney general for the Biden administration in Washington, D.C. What's going on here? This party wants to change the Supreme Court. They want to change the Senate. They want to eliminate the filibuster rule, eliminate yeah, the Electoral yeah. College. Yeah. They're attacking the First Amendment. They want to eliminate the Second Amendment. They're violating the Fourth and the Fifth Amendment. You know what this is? This is tyranny. Yeah, it's tyranny. It's also uh, essentially a, uh, a revolution, a communist revolution that has been underway for years in our country. We're mid-battle right now, guys. This isn't the beginning of anything. We're in the middle of it. I said the same thing about the Chinese spy balloon flying over the country, unfettered uh, and, and literally nearly invited in by Joe Biden to fly across the country, do figure eights above our most uh, uh, valuable military assets, our most secretive military assets. I said, this is at the beginning of something. We're in the middle of something right now. And I got to tell you, uh, it's time to start marshalling forces. All right, ten million dollars, sixteen thousand people. Let's let's make that a hundred million dollars and one hundred sixty thousand people. How about that? Yeah, I think it sounds pretty good. Here is uh, uh, Mark Levin talking about the uh, nonsensical BS that Donald Trump has had to go through because Democrats have been fighting a revolutionary war against the American people and Donald Trump for seven years. I'm saying, well, what underlying crime did Donald Trump commit? He didn't commit any underlying crime, yeah. and he wasn't charged with any underlying crime. No. He wasn't charged with federal election violations, even though that's not the jurisdiction of the DA. There's nothing here, but I want to get into something here. Donald Trump is a historic figure, wow. or they wouldn't be doing this. Yes. They wouldn't be doing this. There wouldn't have been a January 6th committee. There wouldn't have been a Mueller criminal investigation. There wouldn't have been two phony impeachments. Listen to this, America. Now, remember what I said. I said the greatest movements for freedom and good in world history were started and won when corrupt people in positions of power used that power to shut down the movement. 
There wouldn't have been a warrant, which is inexcusable, an unconstitutional warrant in my view. An FBI SWAT team sent to his home. There had been in the course of the last few months five grand juries controlled by Democrats. Over what? You would have thought this man took money from the communist Chinese. Well, who did? Oh, the Bidens. You would have thought his son took money from the communist Chinese. You would have thought he's the criminal of this thing. What exactly did he do? So they had to concoct all these phony crimes because he didn't do anything. So the Manhattan DA should be disbarred. You would think, but, uh, you know, that's not going to happen because, you know, Democrats. Democrats. Here's uh, Jonathan Turley uh, on uh, what Donald Trump has been. Even, and by the way, this guy's a Democrat. This guy's a Democrat. 34 counts yesterday. They were uh, minor paperwork details, which were said to have affected the election of Donald Trump. Uh, money being paid to uh, to uh, win an election, uh, even though many of the checks were signed to his personal attorney after Donald Trump was already the president. Yeah, I know it's that stupid. What I saw today in this indictment. I didn't expect, I did not expect that at this historic moment that Alvin Bragg would leave such gaps in the indictment. I was not the only one. I mean, there were experts on every network scratching their heads and asking, what is he being charged with? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, that's a horrible situation to be in. You know, there's a call of history here. Now, Bragg says, I don't have to tell you. But you just became the first prosecutor to indict a former president. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think you should tell him and the well, American Jonathan? People? I think that the judge in this case has uh, a choice to make. Uh, and he has deep Democrat um, roots. Uh, he's married to a Democrat. His daughter is a hardcore Democrat. Uh, I, I believe worked for Kamala Harris. Uh, very, very left of center judge. And, and this judge can decide whether uh, he wants to continue to uh, be a part of the uh, country club, the, uh, the uh, wine and social dinner parties club in Manhattan. Or he wants to see Donald Trump elected to be the president uh, and raise, in the meantime, hundreds of millions of dollars and get tens of millions of people, or at least millions of people, uh, ready to work for the Trump presidency. He's going to make Donald Trump's candidacy. Uh, it's already viable. I believe he's going to win. He will be the candidate. He'll win the presidency. But uh, that's what, this, uh, that's what this, this judge can do. Uh, because the only thing that he's really, uh, I believe, trying to do is carry water for the Democrat Party, make sure that he is uh, continually accepted in the very left-of-center cocktail crowd in Manhattan, or uh, throw out the case before Donald Trump gets bigger and bigger and bigger than he ever dreamed of. So if the goal of this case, and the goal of this case is to uh, either distract Donald Trump's run for presidency or derail Donald Trump's presidency uh, ambitions, they're doing the opposite by pursuing it. So you would think that a logical person would say, this is absurd, throw it out.
But the longer that this is delayed, the longer that this water is carried, the stronger and more powerful that the MAGA movement becomes. And I personally would like to thank Democrats for doing that. On the way, Bill Barr. Bill Barr, uh, the uh, uh, rhino former FBI director, says this is a mistake, too. Either uh, he knows it's a mistake or he's trying to get on the right side of history or both. Let's take a break and come back. Don, you'll be up next. This is The Rob Carson Show. If the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party say you spread disinformation, it means you know the truth. The important is you said the truth. It's the Rob Carson Show. Chicago last night. Uh, Chicago, this is the headline, Chicago goes full commie. Radical socialist Brandon Johnson predicted the winner in uh, the mayor's race against pro-police moderate candidate Paul Vallis. So last night, the uh, the people of Chicago, the Democrat Party machine in Chicago, put a mayor in, uh, in, the, uh, in the mayoral uh, mansion that's probably worse than Lori Lightfoot. Bravo, Chicago. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, I, uh, I really hate to see the the suicide, the public suicide of what was a uh, a great country uh, or great a great city. Here's the Jim Gossett's take on it. Chicago, Chicago, that dangerous town. Chicago, Chicago, just elected a clown. Oh, yeah. Brandon Johnson, bet your bottom dollar he'll defund cops in Chicago. Chicago, there's no way the crime rate will ever go down. It's going to get worse. On State Street, a once great street, I just want to say. I used to love that town. They riot. And they'll steal your stuff away. Hey, runaway crime is their way of life. I saw a thug assault a man's wife in Chicago. 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 That liberal town. This is uh, this is uh, quadrupling down on failure in Chicago, and uh, and this is uh, this is personal for me because I used to I used to love Chicago. I used to go out for taste of Chicago. Used to go see blues up there. Used to used to uh, uh, go down to uh, uh, Wrigley and uh, and uh, uh, the place called Cubby Bears down there in Wrigleyville and all that. And then I'm uh, I'm just going to say for now, unless something turns around, I'm done with Chicago. Honestly, there's just nothing you could do about Chicago. If people in Chicago were so stupid and clueless to uh, uh, vote in a man... Well, let's face it. This was bought and paid for by the Teachers Union. I'll just say that to start with. Uh, Teachers Union money, your taxes, uh, they paid for this election. Uh, that said, if, uh, if Chicago is so corrupt and so many people are this stupid that they would vote for a, a seriously anti-police 
anti-police candidate, one who voted for uh, and was for defunding the police in Chicago, and by the way, in a state where hundreds of schools around the state are failing 100% of the time with regard to math and reading uh, and mostly uh, children of color. If that's what Chicago is going to do, then I'm really done with Chicago. I'm, I'm done with Chicago. And, uh, and you're not going to hear much about Chicago from me on this uh, radio show. The only thing that I will share is on Monday when we find out how many people were murdered. Because that number is not going to go down. It is only going to get worse. And I think it's really sad and pathetic. But there's a point where you have to write off. Uh, like the, the, the state of California. Uh, nothing against California. We have a big affiliate there. But as far as the governance of the Democrat Party of the state of California, the state governance is a lost cause. It is a lost cause. If you continue to live there, I wish you all the best. But I have a good feeling that you're probably going to leave. And certainly in Chicago, where the police are already talking about leaving in droves. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. Newsmax. Shoots it straight. No talking down to me. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. I trust Newsmax. Newsmax. They don't tell me how to think. They let me decide. Real news for real people. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. <laughs> 